cute theme song. I have a lot of money. If you had a lot of money, we would be on a vacation doing something really great right now. That's a good one, Lovey. Welcome to the seventh episode of I'm the Funny One, featuring Pam Sonny, the fabulous husband and wife duo taking the world by storm, where our motto is, life sucks, so find the funny. Our show is executive produced by Trevor. Trevor Shadain up the hall and down the, the, the walk. Additional audio and other spontaneous interruptions are brought to you and produced by Louie, the hound dog. Up the hall and down the what? Down the hall and up the stairs. Oh, okay. I think there that's what go. I said before. No, you said something different. Than You're right. Anyway. I did. I did. Whatever. All right. Today's podcast, as always, is sponsored by Bebo Creative, digital marketing and design agency. From managing your social media to website development, graphic design, and more, BBC helps your business stand out in the sea of sameness. For more information, go to BeBoldCreative.net. Oh, that's .net. I think I put it in wrong. So it's BeBoldCreative.net, not .com. That is right. So people need to remember that, because usually they put it .com, and they're going to end up in the wrong place. Yeah, think about network. Like your amazing social media network, network. is going to like increase by a billion fold if so you. So BeBoldCreative.net. Because you're going to think network. Thank you. There you go. Thank you for clarifying. That. Oh, it's my greatest pleasure. You. I heard we have one. a new sponsor. You're the one who clarified it, though. Yeah, we actually do. We do. They listened. Somebody who works for this company listened to the last podcast, and that, and they said, "Oh my God." To speak in our language. So uh, we'd like to welcome our newest sponsor, Muffto. Stop Muffin Top Flop with the revolutionary shapewear that keeps that nasty over the waistband bulge from breaking loose. Muffto helps you keep your wiggle without that blobby jiggle. Get yours today wherever shapewear is sold. With a name like Muffto, it has to be amazing. After all, only girls who don't want their unmentionables to show trust Muffto. So, so trust Muffto. There you go. Thanks to our listeners across all platforms who now number close to 5,000. Oh my God, it's hard to believe. It is hard to believe. <laughs> People just need other things to do with their time. That is right. Tell your friends and let us hear from you. Okay. And Here's yeah. one we've got from last week. I'm the Funny One is freaking reality radio. Way better than reality TV. Your show is happy, upbeat, and it's our freaking lives, and we are loving it. Almost everyone has experienced everything you guys are talking about. You guys rock. Signed, A. Russell. <laughs> that was nice. Thank you, A. Russell. A. Russell. Um, Keep those comments and Cards and letters coming. coming. That's right. So, I, mean, I don't know. Like, I'm not sure if everyone's experienced this one, but we'll, give, we'll put it out there. You never know. Let us know if you've experienced it. Here's uh, our first segment today is Stupid Funny. And as always, I'm the one who does probably the most stupid things of anybody, not only between Sonny and myself, but in the universe. Um, so here's what happened. Uh, I love to wear like really cool, bold, like unique looking necklaces and things. And I was, um, I don't know, talking to Trevor on the phone. We were wheeling and dealing and doing some major business. And I was putting my necklace on uh, and all of a sudden it slipped out of my hands and it fell onto the tile of the bathroom floor and the there's like a plastic kind of really cool piece in the middle that popped off luckily it didn't break but it popped off and I'm like oh shit like I literally coordinated my entire outfit to match the stupid necklace like it made the whole look and you know you gotta like have a look 
and I had a meeting to go to, and of course I had to stop at Starbucks first to get my coffee, because God forbid, and I'm like, I do not have time to change my entire outfit and like get everything redone, so I gotta make this work. So I'm like, shit, 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 what do I do? So I run into the kitchen, and I thought maybe we'd have like Gorilla Glue or something like that, but no, we don't. We just had Elmer's all-purpose glue. <laughs> all-purpose? Yeah, yeah all-purpose. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do this. So I took the Elmer's, and of course, first you gotta break off that crusty part, you know, because none of the glue will come out, and then I'm like twisting the thing, and the damn glue won't come out, <laughs> and you're squeezing your brains out, and it comes out in this like really like skinny, skinny little stream, and then you're getting more pissed, so you squeeze harder, and then <laughs> right? So then I'm wiping up the glue uh, from all over the place, and then I stick the the plastic piece in the middle on, and I'm holding it down for a few seconds, and I'm like, okay, it looks like it took, and so I put it on. Good now time. I get in the car, I, right, it worked. I was thrilled, okay, Trevor's like, you know, you probably should have used like glue stick. I'm like, oh, that would have been a really good idea, but too late, I'm already like halfway out of the driveway, so it's fine. So we're talking on the phone, continuing our conversation. I was feeling really proud of myself for that quick fix, you know. And I say goodbye to Trevor, and I get out of my car to get my coffee. And I walk in feeling like, oh, don't you just look awesome. Like, everyone is looking at you, girl. You really do stand out today. Look at you. I'm feeling great, super confident. And, and actually, everybody was, like, really looking they at were, me. Good. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, especially... So I get right to a certain extent, but then I started to think some of those guys are looking at me a little bit weird and might, yeah, I have a little bit of boobage showing, but nothing out of the ordinary. And then all of a sudden, I feel something like oozing down my chest. I look down. No, it isn't the coffee because I didn't get the coffee yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> it is the freaking Elmer's glue. The Elmer's glue. It is seeping down from the necklace and it is all over my chest and boobs, okay? It's got like milk on you. Well, that might be one way of looking at it, honey. <laughs> right, like. Or maybe I just stepped out of a porn film, one way or the other. All right, all right, you know, so there goes that, you know, super confident, like, feeling I just had about a second ago. I should have known, like, who's really looking at me? Come on. Um, Do you want cream with your coffee? Yeah, right. It was not all, I was, like, horrified because it was just, like, these globs of, like, white glue, just... And it's thick, and anyway, you get the picture, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, we do, we do, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I'm like, oh, shit, what do I do? So I run into the bathroom, and I'm trying to, you know, of course, God forbid they should have a frigging paper towel. No, no, everybody's no. got to have those damn hand dryers. And the intense hand dryers, too. Yeah, exactly. So what that is not going to help me, I need, so I take the toilet paper, which, okay, you've heard of single ply, you've heard of double ply. Okay, this is like quarter ply? Yes, yeah, maybe At best, ply, I right. mean, yeah. So I'm like putting it in water and it's literally oh. like disintegrating in my hands. You know, it's going back to its original pulp. Yes, uh, pulp, yeah. Yeah, so I'm literally <laughs> trying to wipe this glue off my chest with pulp and that's not working. So now, but luckily, luckily, the glue has now started, you know, to not, it's turning kind of clear. Oh, okay. Because I'm like fanning myself and whatever, but now it's it looks dry. like I have a no, horrible case of some sort of weird disease. So eczema. Or yeah, eczema. It's like kind of peeling off of me, and now I've got bits of toilet paper <laughs> stuck. And pulp stuck to that. That's right. So now I've got to go to this meeting, and everyone out. You know, of course, it's like in the morning where everybody at Starbucks is like lining up, and you, you know, I'm gonna see somebody you know, but. What I ended up doing is going out and getting like a big, big, huge wad of napkins and running back in the bathroom. 
you know. And well, I thought you went home and changed. No, I didn't have time. Oh my God. No, I didn't. So what happened with the glue and the thing? Well, the thing, it finally, it kept oozing out, like, a little <laughs> bit. But not, it was finally, like, I'm like, God damn it, I didn't even put that much glue in here. At some point, it has to stop. Right, and so I'm, like, trying to wipe it off the thing as it's oozing out, and I'm kind of pressing on it to make sure, because the last thing I want to do is go to this meeting and, like, sit there like a moron. Anyway, the long and the short of it is, I did get it cleaned up, and, and actually, the necklace is, like, iron, like, it's tight <laughs> now. It's not, it's not going anywhere. There's no but, glue coming out. That is right, exactly. But anyway, uh, that was the stupid, funny... So glue on the chest. That is right. So speaking right. of fashion, or lack thereof, as is, is, uh, that story will attest, uh, we want to go on to our next segment, which is funny fashion. And this is one that Sunny seems to especially love, and that is pants on the ground. Do you want to talk about pants on the ground, honey? I just don't understand it. I mean, okay. I, I see... Well, what is it? Pants on the ground are, I think, mostly guys that wear their pants down below, like their underwear. So you see, like their butt in boxers usually, sometime in briefs, but usually in boxers, and the you know usually wearing a belt actually, and the belt's like below their butt, and their butt's kind of hanging out. It's just really, I don't get that. I just don't understand. You know, it's one thing for fashion's sake, but it's another for comfort's sake. And I know you say, well. Um, it hurts to be it hurts beautiful. beautiful. So, okay, okay, I get that. So maybe if it were beautiful, if it were some fashion statement, but I don't understand why I want my butt hanging out and my boxers or my briefs hanging out. I just don't get it. I know. I don't I, I don't know what to so even just, say. I don't know if I feel like I'm old. Well, you that know, you Yeah, I just don't. Right. But, but, <laughs> but, I mean, even, let's say, you know, my perspective is like aged and so I don't understand the phenomenon, but I just don't get it. It makes no sense to me. Well, half the time they have to hold up their pants with one of their hands because they can't walk. Right. I mean, literally well, they're going to be on the ground. That's a good point. So it's like, you know, one hand on the pants and then let's say they're at Starbucks and, you know, the other's at Starbucks and then they're they're out of hand. And like some woman walks in with like something that looks like bukkake all over her chest and then they exactly. accidentally drop the pants. They and drop like, the drawers. And we do have a porno going on, exactly. right? Exactly. So they got the... <laughs> They're hanging out, and they got the coffee in their hands, and this lady with stuff on her, whatever on her chest. Hey, you know what, though? You need to sing them the song. Which you know song? the song for Pants on the Ground? Oh, um... Because Pants on the Pants on the Ground, Pants on the Ground, or in the courtroom, Pants on the Ground. I think that's what it is. I don't know. You and Kevin used to sing that all the time. Pants on the Ground, Pants on the Ground. I think that's what it was. Anyway, yeah. Well, yeah. I don't think it's intended to be a, be a statement of beauty. I don't either. I think it's supposed to be, like, a statement of, like, Super fly, super cool. So and I'm wearing my brother's hand-me-down pants, and I can't, they don't fit me, they're too big. Well, maybe and they're so not your brother's, maybe they're your mother's. Okay, okay, <laughs> All right, there you go. It just, I just don't get it, I don't okay. understand it. Well, it doesn't make sense to me. I don't know that anybody cares if it makes sense to you. I, mean, I know, but maybe somebody will write in and tell us why that's a good look, or it's make sense or you know hey you have your butt out there and you're ready to moon people you're ready to well maybe you want to show off your like because some of the underpants like have like a cool pattern well sometimes yeah they have that the um waistband that says you know who what was marty mcfly wearing Calvin, uh, Calvin Klein. Klein you know so it's a ck and so maybe you're showing off your your belt like your designer you know, yeah your designer underwear. okay well there you I go i don't get it all right well Combine that, though, with the Speedo that we talked about in that one episode, it'd be really ugly. 
That's true. Well, you could wear the pants on the ground with the Speedo and then drop the pants to the ground and reveal the Speedo. And you have a Speedo and then, in some instances, a tuck under. Oh my God, you're like actually maybe tying up all the shows you've seen so what far. It's about. That's actually pretty sturdy. That's what it's about. All right, well, on that note, let's move to Pam's Peef Corner. Pam's Peef Corner. And I want to bring up a little, I don't know if this is a peeve or just something that happened last week, but I go to pull out of the driveway and our big garbage can and our giant recycle bin, it's not even a bin, it's like a garbage can, but it's green mm-hmm. and it's for recycle, which we are very good at recycling, I'll have you know. And anyway, they're sitting in the middle of the friggin' driveway. I'm like, excuse me, now I've got to get out of my car. Now they're empty. They're empty, yes, you're so, right. So we had them up at the end of the driveway. So right. you said peeve corner. Usually they'd be down at the end of the street, but this is just the end of our driveway. That's right. But garbage cans were out there, the recycle bin was out there. They're now empty, and where are they? In the there? middle of okay. the entire apron of the driveway so that I cannot, no car could get through there. Okay? So but they're I was, ready to come down the driveway. Yeah, but... I was pissed because clearly the garbage men had done this on purpose. So I get out and, you know, I'm always running off to a meet. well, first Starbucks, but then a meeting and I'm always running late. And you got the glue running down your chair. Well, no, that was a different thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> but anyway, um, and that would have just made it really that over the top. Really. Yeah. Could you imagine that? So I get out, I have to move the garbage cans and that isn't the end of the world, but I thought, you know what, this is like at least 10 times a year this happens. And typically, if you remember last week, remember that, um, umbrella on our deck that broke yeah so we put it with the garbage cans to go into the garbage when the guys came and they exactly. say we're allowed to literally put anything out in our little township they say you they'll take anything and everything right just about anything yeah i mean couches every you've seen we've literally seen everything and this was one umbrella that goes like on a deck. It's not even that huge. It's bigger than the one you'd use like if it was raining like over your head, but it's, you know, a, a, a group of four could sit under it to eat um, dinner on the deck. So it wasn't What's that massive. Broken? One human being could pick it up themselves. Hmm? So anyway, and there's billions of people that put out way more every week than that, okay? I think that they must have gotten pissed that they had to throw that out or something to guys because here's my was it the week with the umbrella out there yes oh i thought you meant it was yes, a week no it was a week so Those i decided to collect some data because i thought okay maybe they were just being like in a hurry i get that i'm mean, always in a hurry myself maybe they just dump the garbage cans like on the driveway so i'm going to collect some data as i'm driving down the street i'm going to see how many other driveways they left you know the garbage cans only ours have that you would be right. And you, you know why that is. Well, you know how I figured that out. How'd you figure it out? Because the trucks that they use are have automatic lifters, and the reason we have to position them so that that metal bar is in the front is because they use that metal bar to lift. Oh, okay. So, so they must have dropped those things intentionally instead of lifting them where they were and putting them right back down, which is what they do. They must have lifted them up, moved, and then dropped them. Yeah, that's right. Or gotten out. So they actually went to more trouble. They must have. Okay. So then I decided, all right, after collecting my data, which only took me about 10 seconds to scan up and down the street to see, no, no, they're all lined up like in perfect little, like perfect little soldiers, but not ours. So then I call Rumpke and I go, hello, customer service at Rumpke. Of course, it took me 20 minutes to actually get a person on the phone. And I said, um, I just wanted to ask a question. I said, you know, isn't it true that you guys pick up just about everything and you're supposed to do that? Yes. Well, if it's a super large pickup would you ask you let us know in advance I said okay well this wasn't a super large pickup but this has happened to me every time we even put one little extra thing out 
it seems like the guys are like taking retribution. They're putting mm -hmm. the garbage cans in the middle of my driveway. And I said, and every time I just kind of like think, oh, what a schmuck. And I, you know, I move it and I just go about my day. I said, but you know, I'm at the point where we pay for this service. They told us this is okay. I'm now like, why do I have to put up with this? Mm -hmm. I want to lodge a complaint and at least ask, you know, if maybe there's something I'm doing wrong, but if not, if you could, you know, maybe figure out how to ask these guys not to do this anymore. And she's like, what's your address, ma'am? And she wasn't even nice. And I said, well, wait a minute. Like, you didn't answer my question. I just need your address. I will, you know, make sure. Well, I think I was here when you called them. I, I don't remember you being I, here. But keep but going. Anyway. Yeah, I think I was. Yeah, and I was like, well, I, first of all, I said, you know, now you're making me feel nervous that they're going to even take more retribution. <laughs> And she says, ma'am, I just need your address. And I go, well, wait, you, by me now just saying that I'm nervous about them taking more retribution, you as a customer service person need to say, oh, my my goodness, no, please be assured. You oh, would that could, never. That be. Yeah, I mean, you're, not you're supposed to be reassuring me. The customer's always right. That's right, that, that they're not going to take retribution, no. but you're not. You're Why just, would they? Right. I mean, that's exactly what she should say. Because I'm thinking to myself, now what, i got to have a brick through my window next? <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, they already are showing me that, hey, don't mess with me, bitch. And now, and then I, out, you get a broken windshield. Yeah, I mean, that's what I was worried about. And she was so mean. And so finally, I just said, wow, I, I called to complain about customer service. I don't feel like I was rude to you. I you asked you. back? No, no, no. I, I was at the end of our conversation with this woman. Oh, okay. And I said, and You're I got so someone who's supposed to be a customer service representative. And I thought they would train most people in customer service to provide exceptional service to the customer. But in this case, I don't feel like that's what you're doing. I feel like you're not giving me the confidence that what I just did was a smart move because now I'm worried these guys are going to do something against me. Is that why we're moving? <laughs> right, that's why there's a for sale sign up in the front like, of our yeah, you said we got to get the hell out of here. <laughs> yeah, now. really, yeah, we're in trouble, oh, man. Oh my gosh, now I realize. We yeah. said we're never going to have garbage picked up again. So we're going to just have a pot. No, so. I guess we're lucky because this last week, the garbage cans were back where they were supposed to be. And so oh, far, oh. no brick through the window. Okay, okay. So, so far, so good. But okay. anyway, that wasn't really a peeve. It was just like sort of something that happened this week that I just wanted to mention. But, you know, it's like nothing is easy. All right, so. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing. Yeah. Well, this is something I'm sure that our listeners are going to find use in their own lives. Well, maybe they've had the same experience. problem. I mean, well, but they're going to relate to that. They're going to relate right. to, you know, they do, you, you do one thing and have an expectation and then it's completely, you know, askew and you're like, how'd that happen? Well, you know, the thing is we give these guys a tip at Christmas. We are like, I, I mean, I'm not trying to say that they have the best job on the planet. I'm not trying to be disrespectful they of them. They have automatic trucks. I mean, I it, it, it has improved quite a bit as far as I understand. Yeah. I mean, it does smell like, excuse yes. me, I do have to tell everybody, um, my, uh, my darling Sonny did try to but do this a little is, composting. This is a peeve. Well, but, I wouldn't say that's a peeve, the composting. Well, that's but maybe I think, kind of a stupid funny, I'm not so sure, but you know, I always am the stupid funny. Okay. I'm not even sure this okay. is funny. I thought something, this, this, I thought something had died. We were out doing yard work this morning. Like, I actually, we achieved something today. We actually did. We did. Achieve. I mean, we got putting some, compost. Yeah, we, but we put some edging in. Oh, and then the compost. yeah, and then you were out. All of a sudden, I smelled something. We were kind of cleaning up, right? I think I was like, I don't know, something many, died. many hundreds of feet away. And something died. And something friggin' died. It was nasty, and it had died a long time ago. 
It wasn't yeah. something that died fresh. It was something that died a long time ago. Okay, so why don't you tell a, what happened? What's amazing about that, so I have a five-gallon pail, <laughs> and I thought it's time for us to compost. We do <laughs> a great job. Pam said we do a great job of recycling. And in fact, in my family, if you get the envelope with the window in it, when recycling started, you had to take those windows out. So we have a habit of actually taking the windows out of the envelope um, the, and, and then using the remainder of the envelope of the recycle. But anyway, so I decided it's time to start composting. So I take the five-gallon bucket, and into the five-gallon bucket I put, you know, some apple cores and some watermelon rind and all different kinds of stuff. And frankly, I'm not really sure where to go with it, but the bucket gets full. And I get kind of sick of it, and I thought, well, I'll just put the lid on the bucket and I'll be done with it. And I kind of put the lid on the bucket, and sometimes the lid was off, and the rainwater got in, sometimes the lid was on, but for the most part, the lid was on. And so I go to open it today thinking, what's in this nasty bucket that's been out here for probably, I don't know, three, four months? And uh, it was pretty rank. It had maggots on the top of it, and they were crawling around, and it just reeked. So I thought, we live on this hill, this massive hill, and I thought, well, if I just toss it down, you know, stuff in the bucket, if I just throw it down the hill, it's gonna be gone. It's gonna flow down the hill, no big whoop, we're done with it. On to the next thing, I can put a little bleach in the bucket, bucket's fine, we're ready to go. It didn't work that way. No, it didn't. Not quite. It's just now in a big steaming lump oh of stinking oh, maggot infested. Hot oh my oh, god. Literally, I really thought I was gonna pass out from the smell. It was pretty I don't bad. think I've yeah. ever smelled, and now it's like sitting in our back hill and it's just gross. and every time you go out the back door it oh, yeah okay. no let's not enjoy any kind of meal out on the deck no, for a while so. yeah hopefully I, ooh, even the animals aren't going to get near it they are not but it might keep the deer away but, but there is a key point that you were making here that will really be telling about sunny that we want people he's going to take this Lowe's five gallon bucket that he bought for two bucks and he's going to clean out the effing bucket with yeah, paint the i said throw it away well otherwise it's got to go to the recycle Right. And I put it in the recycle, and my fear is the guy is going to smell the stuff, <laughs> and he's going to put the garbage can in the recycle bin in the middle of the driveway. Oh, so you're just thinking of me. I'm trying to make that sure so that doesn't happen. Sweet. Okay. Well, that, it's thank you, It's just how caring That I is really so am. incredibly nice. All right. Well, we're going to move on to uh, a really quick uh, peeve, and that is I buy these croutons at Kroger, and they're like four or five bags of these Texas toast Bar garlic butter croutons, right? Yeah. For five dollars. Yeah. Yes. And so we have this container, like a, a Tupperware type thing, where we keep the croutons, and then we can spoon them out and put them in the salad. Right. Well, croutons come in a bag, and you open the bag, and you put them in the right. The Tupperware. Because they sell them at like four at a time, and we don't normally go through them that fast. So the thing that upsets me about them is they're huge. They're like they're two really inch big. squares and they're hard as a rock. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I think I might have talked last week about salad salads that you order at restaurants and salad bars that like give you whole baby carrots and like a stick of celery the size of your arm. Right. And that pisses me off. Well, it's the same with this. I mean, how am I supposed to eat the friggin' it's bigger than my mouth. Okay, it would break my teeth. I have a theory here, but go ahead. What's your theory? My theory is that you're buying the wrong croutons <laughs> well that isn't a theory well what kind of croutons what kind are you of buying theory is you that? think you're buying salad croutons no it, it, it's in the salad aisle the salad but dressing these aisle actually are soup croutons no even if they were you they're think? soup croutons they're supposed to go in soup they're going to get softer in the mm. soup you're going to be able to eat them those are soup croutons they're not salad croutons 
Okay, but why would they not be in the soup aisle? They are in the salad dressing aisle. But actually, you make one. a really good point. I think you should call Kroger I, and I tell think, them. I think there's soup croutons. But that's a really good idea. And yeah. I don't understand, though, why they can't make them smaller. Because every time, what do I do when I get home with the damn croutons? You know. You break them. With what? Usually a mallet. That's right. And then some of them are like so, it's like basically I'm making breadcrumbs with well, half then of you that. get crouton dust. Right. And the crouton dust is in the baking aisle. <laughs> for baking and for making like Panko. macaroni and cheese. Right? No, it's also for like you coating it, your chicken and right. actually I should be right. Exactly. Okay. Anyway, that so was you're just, taking sal- you're taking soup croutons and crushing them into salad croutons, which is one yeah. species, and <laughs> and crouton dust, which is again in the baking aisle. Okay. Well, thank you. Now you know maybe we should start to market, or Kroger should. Well, and we need sponsors. Yeah, that's true. We could ask Kroger if they'd be interested. First, we got to start a campaign to even get them to, you so know. So what you propose is, hey, we'll take your soup croutons, we'll crush them, and then you'll have more salad croutons. No, no, no. We'll repackage your okay. salad croutons, and we'll call them soup croutons. And okay. we'll say that they, you know, hold up even in the heartiest yeah. soups. Okay. And then we'll have them pre-cut those croutons that they were calling salad croutons right. in fours. Okay. Because they're good. Not a bad idea. And then, with the dust that they create, mm-hmm. they can make like a panko, like a for breading breadcrumb type, type of thing. You're making, and that's three products. You make a meatloaf. You could use it. Yeah. You could coat. There was a lot of thickening you could do with that. that or you could coat and fry if you'd like to fry. I think it's a great idea. Yeah, there you go, honey. Well, that was very good on your part. Okay. Well, thank you to our listeners for. Uh, for what? Listening to this, thinking about <laughs> well, what they type didn't do of croutons you bought. If they're even still there after this, you know, and Hello, crawling. are you home? That's right. Is um, this thing on? Yeah, it is on. I know it as a fact. All right, so I think we should move on to funny wedding flashbacks. Okay, funny wedding flashbacks. Yes, and why do I say that? Because we went to a beautiful wedding last night. We did. And it was... Very lovely. Lots of flowers. Lots of flowers. Oh, my God. I've never seen white more. White and blush. White and blush. Blush Lots is the color these days. Yes. I don't think I've ever seen more roses literally in my life. There's a lot of flowers. They had Incredible. them in the bathrooms. They had them in every... Oh, my God. It was beautiful, but man. Um, Even the dessert had a uh, chocolate blossom, it was called. Yeah. It was like a rose blossom in yeah. chocolate, yeah. which I have to admit, okay. I had that. It was very good. Okay. I had one, so it's good. So we're going to talk about some funny wedding flashbacks. Funny wedding flashbacks. I don't think we've told them about Jenny and Roger's wedding. I don't wedding. believe we have. So Sonny's sister Jenny got married. And, and so we went to the, the wedding, and we're at the wedding, and we're sitting at the head table because we're big deals. Yeah. We weren't married yet. That's right. We're still at the head table. Wow. Well, it's because you're the brother of the bride. That's true. And we were both in the wedding. No, no, I wasn't in the wedding. I was you weren't in the wedding. You were wedding. That's right. right. But I was your fiancé, so they sat us at the head table. So we're sitting together. at the head table, and they bring out the salads with the croutons. Oh, did they have fruit? No, I don't. <laughs> but they had these like candelabras across That's the true. the head table. Yes, very and fancy. yeah, with candles. With candles. I mean the whole deal. Yeah, and so I think it was like around dessert, where my dad was standing around the dessert table. I remember my fav- favorite memory of it's all funny. of Jenny's wedding is he literally just stood at the dessert table for like an hour by yes. himself, just humming and eating. 
He was so happy. He was <laughs> enjoying himself. He was very much so. And everything on the table. That's right. He has a bit of a sweet tooth. We will say that about him. Uh, anyway, so all of a sudden I look over and the candles had been dripping onto the table, mm -hmm. the head table, for the whole night. And it's around dessert time. And we sit down because they're going to bring over the wedding cake and everyone's going to get to eat it. And all of a sudden, what happens? We have a fire. That's right. The tablecloth catches on fire. The tablecloth catches on fire. Has molten wax on it, so it's really burning. Yeah. And, and, so and I guess it, what happened? Like the, the flame like ran down? I, I think the... what happened, there was actually a little bit of a breeze. And I think that instead of the wax sitting the way it should and basically burning with the candle, it actually was flowing down the sides of the candles. And it flowed onto the tablecloth. Yes. So the head table was on fire, and that was quite was, interesting. And it was memorable. Yeah, that's right. We were, you know, banging it out. This well, a few no, years ago. This right. is, we were. <laughs> well, we weren't banging one out, but we were putting out the fire. I think what you. So that's you right. Did you on your chest? No, no. Okay. <laughs> but wait, I do remember that. Oh no, no, no! That's when Jenny and Roger drove us to. The airport or to the hotel oh, so the night of our wedding. And they, they had been married the for six months. Right. And they told us, you guys don't have to, like, do it tonight. You know, like, don't, don't feel, feel obligated. obligated. <laughs> don't feel obligated. And that's probably because we lived through the fire at their wedding. That's right. And they said, we know you're still in trauma. And so we want, to, want you to know that in terms of getting through your trauma, you shouldn't feel an obligation to have sex. You might need to work through your PTSD. That's right. From our wedding. That's right. Yeah. So that, it was very nice of them to make sure that we didn't feel obligated. You had to love that. It was. Okay. So then our niece, Sari. She got married. She got married in Arizona. Yes. Yeah. And it was, it was at warm. the Ritz-Carlton Resort in Tucson, Arizona. It was beautiful. And it was, it was an outdoor wedding. And... It was overlooking mountains, and it was just like dusk, and and they had all this gorgeous lighting and, and cactuses with the arms and oh yeah, it was really beautiful and everything was going well, and then all of a sudden my sister-in-law Carrie, Sophie's younger sister Carrie, the mother of the bride, I see her break from where she was standing up by the bride and groom and dive for her other daughter who was the maid of honor. And literally caught her as her daughter Kyle started like kind of buckling and going down. She so was teetering. She, she was on. She was on the way down. Yeah. So she she basically fainted, and but she caught her just in time. And as we're getting her upright, then all of a sudden another bridesmaid hit the dirt like spread eagle, and her like and knocks over an easel and. Obviously it was intentionally. She runs into it. Oh my God! It was like they were going like flies, and I think one of the waiters or waitresses that yeah. night also hit the dirt. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because it's really high altitude. And what happens is, um, especially you know, women who wear those spiky high heels, and you sink into the grass at an outdoor wedding with the heels, they just start going into the like dirt. And what happens is when that happens, it forces your legs to lock, your knees to lock. Your knees like lock out. And they were in a really high altitude mm -hmm. there. And I think that everybody just, like, their knees were locked. They were standing, listening to the service. And they were just standing super, super still with locked knees and high altitude. And I think they were dehydrated. And that that's what I too. thought. That was my... But oh, I, my God. The amount of drinking that was going on at that wedding. There's a lot of drinking, but you weren't drinking water, you know. Yeah. You're drinking other stuff. Yeah. So, so there was a lot of passing yeah. out at that wedding. But anyway, it wasn't even from the drinking. Um, and then the last wedding, we have to end with this one. This is a good one. This, this is Mark really, and Diane's wedding. This is very memorable. <laughs> I don't 
don't know if it's it's probably more memorable for them than it even is probably, for us. Probably. <laughs> for some reason, I don't know what happened when I read the invitation, but I thought it said like three thirty or four o'clock or four thirty, something like that. And so we got there. We were much, much younger. And we I didn't think kids we yet. thought we were on time. Yeah, we totally thought yeah, we were on time. Fine, we were parking. No and we just thought, like, you know, at a party, you get there at, like, 4.30. We didn't realize yeah, that. Yeah, mm. I mean, I guess, like, because with our wedding, people got there. They signed the book. They schmoozed around. Yeah. This, you know, the wedding itself didn't actually start for at least a half an hour. Maybe to grab there. a drink before the wedding or to talk to some people. Right, right. Relax a little bit. Exactly. Let the ushers stroll you down. Not this one. No, not this one. I guess they really meant that they were going to start. The time was the time. So... We, what did we do, honey? We parked the car and we walked in. We went, oh my God, it's pretty quiet up here. And we realized, oh shit, everyone's sitting down. And like people are starting to walk down the aisle. Including us. <laughs> there was only one way to get into the room and that was down the aisle. And so. We said make way. Like morons. We start walking down the aisle. And who, who are these people? Who came right behind us, honey? The bride. And the groom. It was lovely. <laughs> we escorted them down the aisle, basically. Kind our, of our like, second wedding. That's right. <laughs> they were probably like, what the F are these two doing? Who invited these people? Like, we didn't really mean, like, to walk down the aisle in their wedding, but we had no other way of getting to our seats. And, like, in retrospect, I think I would have said... Maybe we should sit this one out and just watch, like, from Maybe, back here. Yeah, exactly. Just stand in the back and kind of I don't think we realized, though, that, like, it was going to... I mean, obviously, we didn't do that on purpose. We didn't realize it was going to really come off exactly like that. But we ended up between the last bridesmaid and groomsman and the bride and groom yeah, themselves. We were right in the middle of that whole That was embarrassing. So oh. the, only, the only thing I can think is that maybe some people, though they were wrong, thought, oh, the ushers are now going to sit down. You know that oh these they were waiting and they were waiting here the bridal party maybe the ushers and yeah but we didn't match everybody not else close. <laughs> <laughs> anyway I don't know how they didn't kill us the duker yeah anyway that was uh that was that was our funny wedding whatever saga for the day so now oh we already talked about your composting bucket honey we did talk about the composting yeah the stupid funny so I think is there anything else we need to tell them. About the, about the composting No, no, just about it. anything in particular. I, you know, I don't know if they tune in and they want to hear what's going on in our lives. I think, you know, there's a lot of time spent with the dog, and we had the the dog walker, and we have the the, the dog camera that you can now watch the dog and see what Maybe he's doing. Maybe if you're lucky, if you can get if Wi-Fi. Works, and you have yeah, Wi-Fi. And disconnect. I think you, the stars have to align in a certain way, and, and it's only true in the northern hemisphere. Yeah. Uh, so if you're in the northern hemisphere, the stars align and the Wi-Fi, then you can watch the dog. And we the took dog. the dog stroller back because Louie outgrew it already. He now weighs oh, 25 pounds. Yeah, you're right. And we got him at 7 pounds, and four weeks later, he is now 25 pounds. And he's hard to carry. Hard to carry. It's impossible for me. Is he on Instagram, by the way? You know, yeah, but we should post another video. I was going to say, because people wouldn't recognize him. He is very they, handsome. They probably won't think it's him. He, yeah, I know. It's hard to believe he yeah. got that big, but he already did. He's a big guy. Yeah, he's very sweet. He's no longer a salad-sized crouton. He's like a soup-sized crouton. <laughs> he's really big. He's not hard. That's true. Yeah. Okay, and that's about it. I mean, we have had no, other than the wedding we went to the other no. day, zero exciting. So It's Labor Day, so we want to wish everyone a happy Labor Day. Our labor was putting that edging in, and I decided it was time to get rid of the compost. Not a great idea, but... And you vacuumed out your car. 
I vacuumed the car. But you didn't vacuum mine. I did not vacuum. I've got so much popcorn on the bottom it, of my. Yeah, it looks like it looks like a movie theater in there. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Who needs to go? I know. Stop. It's just well, if I get hungry, I have something I can just there's pop down. Yeah, I think there's pop like smeared on the bottom and popcorn. I didn't see any like movers or. No, but I keep nothing. the house like perfectly clean all the time, and so something's got to give. My car is like really awful. Yeah, the cars you're coming. Yeah, but sometimes I don't, I don't have time for a meal, so I'll like you know I keep that popcorn in there, and and I'm not. It's hard to eat the popcorn with one hand when you're really hungry. Well, you talked about the uh, the Friends episode with the cheesecake, mm-hmm. and as much as they dropped the cheesecake on the floor and they ate it, that second cheesecake that was delivered for the person. You know, if you got hungry in your car, nobody, I would not nobody eat the popcorn off the floor. But nobody started to death. Well, that's true. I have thought, like, if I got caught in a snowbank, you're fine. Yeah, I would actually good. survive. I would. You're good. You could have people in. True. You could have a little party there. I've got protein bars. I've got almonds. I've got oh, those crackers from Jason's from Deli. From Jason's Deli, you've got your cream aura. Well, right. I mean, I've got a lot of. St- I could actually survive. Yeah. That is good to know. You probably have a whole set of Starbucks cups in there. I do, for sure. Granted, they're all used, but... Well, that's okay, but if there's a little bit in the end, I wouldn't go thirsty, that's for sure. Anyway, all right, on that note, we're going to say goodbye for the week, and we How wanna... do you get our podcast, though? Well, it's always available on SoundCloud, Anchor, and wherever you get your podcasts. So check out Picks of Louie and other things that we'll try to post this week at www.instagram.com. I'm the funny one with the numeral one. Or you can email us at I'm the funny one with Pam and Sunny at gmail.com. And that also is the numeral one. So it's I'm the funny and the one is the number one with Pam and Sunny. It's kind of long at gmail.com. And then you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at backslash I'm the funny numeral one. Have a great day and remember life sucks. Find, find the, the funny. funny.